the American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. Liberty weeps. Our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour of the National Intel Report. I am your host, John Statmiller, on this ninth day of June, 2020. And Pat, I, I know you're still listening here, uh, but I, you know, I, I, I'm 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 kind of dismayed. Here's a woman that immigrated to this country that calls herself an American. You didn't, you know, you didn't hear her hyphenate herself, special class or distinct from other Americans. I've said this before. We don't have people that came from Ireland or Germany or other countries running around this country calling themselves, oh, I'm an Irish American. American. I've, I've got special distinction and privilege. Or I'm not a German American or an Italian American or anything else slash American. She's a woman that used her drive and her talents. She wanted something better. She came to this country. So now i got to check her papers. Because wherever she came from, it was probably taken over by the communist. I, <laughs> Alan in Texas. Hello, Alan. Yeah, good afternoon there, John. Hi. Hey, um, I, I know um, you're, you're pretty local to me here. Um, I know you've been to Fredericksburg here before, yeah. and you know. Uh, Fredericksburg uh, is pretty much, you know, you can say it's about as white bread a town as you're going to find in this country. You know, uh, we might have four or five black people that, that lived here. I think one of them was an artist, I heard. Um, no, I think one of them was a musician. One of them was a cowboy-type guy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, it, you know, there's not even enough black people here for the cops to abuse. But um, I, I, I had to go into town today to mow my mom's lawn. I go into town only when I absolutely well, have to. Alan, 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 let me back you up here a little bit. So you only got four or five black people, not enough for the police to abuse. So here's the thought that if there were more, there'd be more abuse of the black people there? No, that's not what I'm saying. I, I was just no, that's what you that said. Kind of I'm just trying to find out why you said it and what context you want to attach that to. Yeah, no, no, I, that, that was kind of that was kind of joking. Okay, um, I'm sorry. Because, I'm sorry. Because, you know, I stopped in at a, at a store to, you know, to get something on my way in, and I was talking with the guy in the store there about how crazy all this crap is and everything, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, 
And I said, you know, I heard there's even protesters here in town. And, and he said, yeah. He said, Saturday there was 100 or more people down, uh, I forgot if he said the courthouse or the mark plots, you know, uh, down, down there protesting. And I said, you've got to be kidding me. It's That's how crazy it's gotten. I mean, you know, I, I wish I knew a couple, you know, a few of these black people because I, I, I'd call them up and ask them, you know, what do you think about it? I'm sure every one of them would say, man, y'all are ruining it for us. You know, basically, they were celebrities here. You know, everyone knew who they were because they were kind of, you know, they were, they were kind of odd compared to the rest of the, of the people around here. You know, they were, they were black. Been, been to Austin? Been to Austin? Status. I Alan? I wonder how they're feeling Alan? right now. Been, been to Austin lately? You want weird? Yeah. Come to Austin. It's 70 miles to the east. Yeah, I, I try to. I'm sorry, John, but I try to stay out of the nut house as much as I can. <laughs> I, I go there only if I absolutely would be forced to. I understand, and I've been but, to Fredericksburg. Um, oh gosh, a couple of dozen times. A couple yeah, of dozen it, times. No, it, it's just you know I, I'm I'm starting to I've started thinking of you know this BLM as you know below below lemming mentality. I mean, it's these are not the native people that are doing this. These are these California transplants that that have that have fled what they created in California. And they fled here, and now they're coming here, and they're trying to turn what used to be a nice, quaint, peaceful farming, ranching community into what they left. It's, it's. There's uh, John. I you know, I don't know. You know, I, I'm almost to the point of saying, you know, vote, vote, um, vote, oh uh, Biden in. You know, vote him in. Let's just go ahead and let's get this over. Let's get it going. You know, this slow death is just. It's worse than I think than what the other would be and and see this has never happened like this in america before so the basic run on the mill guy from cincinnapolis ohio doesn't know what a communist takeover looks like when he sees one and it's it's all under the guise of unfairness and all this other stuff i mean this you know i i'm i i am trying to restrain myself in my response to Pat, because I've known Pat for a number of years. Very mm-hmm. nice lady. But for her to go after this woman because she's an immigrant, she wanted to come to this country, she wanted to get a good job. She calls herself an American, not a hyphenated American. And she's standing there calling out what these people are, and she's seen this before, calling out these people for what they're doing and what they're trying to represent. The Black Lives Movement, you know, this this is a political movement without a political party. Yeah, and I'll have I, have, I agree with you, John. And uh, you know, Pat's called into our show. I, I've talked with her before. Seems like a like a nice lady. She and is Pat, nice. I'm not, I'm not I'm not you know saying anything, but you know, bad about you. But you know, if this woman isn't American, well, then she needs to be one because what she said was complete truth. I couldn't argue with it. That's why I played it. I don't play these things just to eat up time on a show. I play it because there's a point to it. And I'm disappointed when people don't see the point. You know, I, I, I just I just don't get it. I, I, I don't understand it. I know people are confused. Alan, I know that they don't know what the hell's going on. They're watching their country being pulled out from under them. They're still reeling from the shock of it all. But they better get... they. They better get their balance here again, and they better clear their heads, because what you're seeing in this country is literally a takeover, literally. 
And I don't give a damn if it's coming from our government ourselves because it's a COVID-19 crap or it's coming from Black Lives Matter or Antifa or whatever the case may be. It's the destruction and the rot of this country from the inside out, not from the outside in. Yeah, I agree, John. And, you know, it's the, the, the people... Like I said, I said BLM is starting to mean, mean to me, you know, below lemming mentality. I mean, seriously, I mean, the people around us, what, what has happened to them? When, when we were younger, people actually had a brain in their head. You know, they, they actually They're thought scared. things out, you know, to a point, Alan, at, least, at least from what I remember. Alan, but, you're, you're, you're a Texan. You're from Texas. You were born here, weren't you? I was born here, but, you know, John, I grew up in Arkansas. So, you know, anything you want to know about the Clintons, I lived through that whole reign <laughs> okay. of terror. Okay, let's, let's not uh, jump remember, to the Clintons you know, here. all the newspaper yeah. articles. Yeah. I remember yeah. the trail of dead bodies. Anyone who yeah. was yeah. going to go against them, you know, ended up uh, committing suicide by shooting himself yeah. in the back of the yeah. head with a shotgun yeah. or something. Alan, yeah, I got, I got all that. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I, I was going to ask you, uh, being a Texan, what do you think is wrong with people that they're not pushing back against? Are they afraid? Are they afraid? Are they afraid of being pointed out as being racist? You know, we've we've done this exercise many, many times before. The perception, people's perception becomes their reality. Well, this propaganda program is being rolled out by your governors, by your politicians, by your controlled media. All this stuff is being prepackaged and presented to you, and it's not the truth. It's not, look, am I to believe that's all that's left in this country? The rest of the people are standing around in abject terror or shock or disbelief, but they're not responding because, well, here's the trick of what they're doing. If you criticize what they're doing, you automatically are a racist, and that's why we're here to defeat racism. But we're the racist, and we're accusing you of being a racist because you are criticizing somebody that's a communist or supporting the cause of communism in this country. Now you're a racist. We'd better get over it. Otherwise, you better be shopping and looking for a new country because this one's pretty much shot in the rear end. Yeah, John, I, I I can't tell you the the, the cause of it. I I, don't, I almost think that it's uh, you know the, the social media mentality. You know, they don't want to be you know jeered uh, uh, and cheered, you know, by, by jeered and chided by their by their peers on their social networks. I I don't know, John. The the population has changed. Uh, people have changed. Like I said, I, I, I I've started saying it's like we're the most most interconnected. Most you know we we can you know talk to the other side of the planet in a quarter of a millisecond. But we are the. But we have lost the ability to effectively communicate, and, and the thought process has just dropped out because I guess everyone runs on memes. I, you know, I, I don't know. It, it's it's confusing as hell to me. Uh, just the, the mentality okay. that has been lost in our whole population. Alan, on, 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 Alan, I, I got loaded part. phones here. I've got to go, but I do appreciate and thank you for your call. That it? You gone? Yep, he just hung up. Mark in Georgia. Hello, Mark. Well, I'm sitting still so I can turn off my Bluetooth this time. Good. I've got a few ideas uh, regarding the return to school phase that I think that everyone should put forth to their school board, like giving the kids um, orange juice with with extra supplemental vitamin D. And I'd like to see UV lamps installed in the school so that the kids get a benign dose of UV to uh, maintain uh, 
their you know their help because I mean they all they're all equipped with regular fluorescent lights or whatever. But don't you think it might be a good idea to have UV lamps that basically boost the immune system as well as kill back uh, back viruses just by having the place bathed in light that uh, is by nature disinfecting. Yeah, it, okay, but that doesn't... Okay, wait a minute. Okay, that's not it's really... a suggestion for every school okay, board. Okay, but Mark, okay, but hold on here. The whole idea is for your resistance, your immune system, in order, to that, in order the, for that to be at its peak, it has to constantly fight off bacteria and germs and viruses and stuff like that. So what you're basically yeah. telling me is I've got to sanitize an area that's devoid of bacteria or virus. That's not. That's no, not, I'm saying that yeah. everything we can do to boost the immune system naturally. Where I, you know, it's one thing. I'm okay. Gonna, I want to call Mark. Kelso, Mark. 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 Did you hear what? Thing. Did you hear What's what it? I just said? It's, I'm not uh, how, saying that schools are going to be immune from back, from bacteria okay. and viruses. All right. The talk show host you know, there, is not allowed there to talk is, Sorry, what? I said the host isn't allowed to back. talk anymore. Mark. You just... I have some background noise, so I'm sorry. Say, say again, please. Thank you for your call, Mark. John in California. Hello, John. John, are you hi, there? John. Um, I, hi, John. You, you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Okay, I, I turned on just after you started, and I, I wasn't going to call, but I had to answer when you talked about those uh, uh, Dallas Texans or uh, – Houston Texan players at the funeral. Yeah. And it made me, uh, you know, over the weekend, there was a quote on the ESPN, the sports network by, and I can't think of the, his name. I think it's Stan. He's the coach of the Houston Rockets. He's a white coach. Mm-hmm. And he went, if you didn't know who the guy was or what, what color he was, you would have thought he was a black sports player. So he was just going on and on about the, the racism of blacks and all that in the, in, in this country. And it, it just made me think, somebody like him, I just, I couldn't believe it. It was kind of a big surprise. But I have to say, as this, and this goes back before all this started, go back to all the, even when you had mostly whites in sports, and the blacks. Thank, they have their jobs, good jobs, rich, made a lot of rich people out of them. Thank all those owners, white owners, a lot of them Jewish owners, that subscribed to set up sports teams for entertainment. If they weren't, what would they be doing? Where would they be now? <laughs> well, that's my question. Anyway. And and then that's why yeah, I brought out... I just the, like, that's, John, that's why I brought out the point here of, uh, oh, well, are they allowed to go to training camp yet? Or, oh, the guys, the rookies, or uh, the guys coming in from other franchises, they're not able to go into the facilities to get their physicals and this, that, and the other. And I'm looking at this. Watching what Roger Goodell is doing, that punk needs to go find a, a real job someplace. He really does. Because what he's doing is politicizing now the NFL. And 75% of the players in the NFL are black. And I don't know about you, but any team that goes against any other team, no matter what their team is comprised of, you need to work with each other on your team to defeat the other team. Okay, that takes cooperation. Okay, so many people, and this actually started to hit the NFL aside from the economics 
last year and the year before, people started getting tired of this Kaepernick uh, kneeling down when they played the national anthem because somehow he felt oppressed. Now, here's a guy who was getting millions of dollars. He was kind of a hack as a quarterback. He had a good year, and that was it. He, he got his. He got his money. Where are these guys going to get their money? And you're right. What are they going to do after this if there's no NFL and the fan support that buys their jerseys and fills their seats and buys their overpriced beer and hot dogs? What are the owners going to do? Start pulling the money out of their own pockets? I, I'm, I, I'm just... Right, John. I, I'm just... People have not seen yet the ramifications of what's happening over the COVID-19, let alone this Black Lives Matter crap. The dust ain't settled yet. No, you're right, John. Well, as far as Kaepernick goes, he yeah, he he, he let himself go. It stopped complaining about racism. And he wants to play, get back to the playing shape he used to be. Forget about that. If he, you know, other than that, you know, he's I, gone. He's not important. No, no, he's not. One and no, and no club, by the way. No club would hire this guy. There's 32 NFL teams. There's 32 different owners. There's 32 different coaching staffs, head coaches, and their staffs. Nobody wanted the guy for multiple reasons. One, because of his kneeling down and starting all this crap. And the other is he's not that great of a quarterback. And his demand for the millions that these quarterbacks get, he was not worth the risk. That's why Mr. Kaepernick is not employed in the NFL right now. It's a job, and nobody wanted to hire him. No, no. Now, if he was white and that, there'd be nobody saying, oh, it's a racist thing about it. No, just because he's of color. John, one last thing, and I'll get off. Uh, my congressman, Eric Swalwell, over, I think, Friday or uh, first of this week, he and some other, I call the usual suspects, Karen Bass, Gerald Nadler, Kamala Harris, and Cory Booker, have co- or sponsored the Justice and Policing Act of 2020. Mm. So they're going to, you know, hold our police accountable, you know, improve the training. I was just going through real quick. They talked about in racial and religious profile, re- religious profiling of who? Not Christians. Probably anybody else except Christians. And... Um, all that, but the, the only thing they left out was in the training. I said uh, they left out. I thought to my, oh, they left out uh, stop Israel from training our police officers. <laughs> Don't see that anywhere in there. Anyway, you know, same thing, usual. Same old, same old. Anyway, John, that's it. That's J- about it, John. John, I, good day. I appreciate it. Thanks for your call. I, uh, I guess what's in the back of my mind here is this Band-Aid stuff people are coming up with to try to find solutions to a problem that's non-existent. That's why I cut the collar off. And when I tried to make a point of sanitizing classrooms to keep students safe against a pandemic that's not real, end of conversation. Do you understand that? You're not helping the situation. You're helping it along. We'll be back.
Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. As a listener of RBN, you're surely concerned about being informed and being ready for whatever may come. Please consider the following questionnaire as a soul-jarring wake-up call. If you answer no to more than two of these following questions, you probably aren't going to make it through any major disruption in our country. The questions were compiled by people that have been there. Are you really ready? Do you own your own firearm for the primary defense and protection of you and your loved ones? Have you ever been professionally trained to stand against life-threatening behavior? Have you ever practiced enough to fire 500 rounds during a two- to four-day time frame, day and night? Can you load, unload, fire, and clear a jam in total darkness? Have all the adults in your household been professionally trained? Are you, life and death, comfortable with your abilities with pistol, revolver, shotgun, and rifle? Are you aware that everything that you do to prepare for an emergency is a waste of time, money, and energy? If you haven't owned your abilities to their highest level to protect and keep what you have, do you have the repair parts that will most likely be needed for each of your firearm, and do you have the ability to install those parts? Could you completely clean every firearm you own? Are you aware that your body won't go where your mind hasn't been? In other words, without proper training, followed by regular practice, you probably will not win a gunfight. Well, how did you measure up? Take the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to start correcting your deficiencies by receiving your Commander Lifetime Membership with Front Sight Firearms Training Facility. A one-time donation to RBN for $500 We'll give you a Commander Lifetime Membership at Front Sight as a tremendously huge thank you bonus. See details on RBN's webpage to make it happen. The clock is ticking. You had better be ready before it happens. some sanity in new york hello ken hi john <laughs> you're still um, you're still sane aren't you <laughs> well i think i am okay but one never knows do one <laughs> i i'd like to give you my impression of what i heard at the beginning of the show the i mean not knowing anything else except what i heard not seeing anything the black woman appears to have been, or sounds like she might have been from the islands, the Caribbeans. It sounds like it, yeah. When she was debating 
I'm sorry, God. Go, no, I said it sounded like it. I wasn't quite sure. I, yes. I was listening to the accent, and I couldn't quite nail it down. Right, but when she she could debate a point, she was probably the recipient of a British education. I've known people, I've worked with them, that come from the islands. Mm-hmm. And the um, BLM girl, uh, she was just quoting from a playbook. That was the extent of her debating experience. And she really didn't have a heart in it, Ken. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna post up the video because, you know, you had, the visual helps a little bit. It was her and many hundreds of people. And this other black lady that you heard turns around and says, "You know, why don't you leave?" She didn't have much. She's a bumper sticker person. You know, that's the depth <laughs> of her knowledge. And, you know, she's saying, why don't you leave? Why don't you leave? I'm not going anywhere. I got something to say, and I'm going to say it. And, yes. and, and and the agitators there couldn't even agitate the crowd to go after her. They did for a few minutes, but the woman was speaking sense. And how do you confront somebody that's got a loud voice that's speaking sense? You don't deal with that person because you're dealing with a bunch of bumper sticker people that don't know what to say. Because you're right. They are reading the playbook. Rather than just repeating it again and again. They cannot argue the point. No, they can't. There's no Um, logic. There's no logic behind their argument. That's what, therefore, they can't, they can't lodge an argument. They they cannot mm -hmm. bring one to the table. Can I say something about New York? Oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> I know, I know. Don't, I know. Don't make me feel any worse than I already do. I'm sorry. Um, hey, is it is it a possibility you can, you can leave? <laughs> no. No? No, unfortunately not. What, you got um, Velcro sewed to your butt or something? Somebody put a hook and hang you on a wall? You can't leave? Yeah, well, um, eh. it, it, it suits my purposes to stay here. Okay. Um, we were furloughed recently, my division, and I said, well, that's nice of you to call me that. I said, I've already been on unemployment for a month because somebody else told me I was furloughed, and I believed them. So I went down, applied. I, I didn't go down. I mean, I applied online. Everything was okay. They approved it. So I'm making more money than I was making when I was working. Oh, gosh. And not only that... um, they told me, I said, well, what happens, uh, how long is this going to be? And the person uh, didn't know and said, well, they're talking about stretching out the unemployment or coming up with a bill in the state to continue it through 2021. Well, and you know where they want to get the money, right? They want to defund the cops in New York City. How much sense do you think, you being from that area, how much sense does that make, Ken? Well, I'm not, you know, New York City is is quite different from out here in the suburbs. There's a good chance that somebody might take the advice of that sheriff in Georgia. And oh no, Ken. Ken, my my point here was I'm, when things break down in New York, they're coming to your neighborhood. Yeah. Well, I, and what I said is that out here, I think we have more. There's probably more guns than there are in New York City. That's the point I was getting to, is that nobody's going to retreat. They're supposed to retreat here until you're in a corner and you're cowering. I, I, I New York has been leading the narrative here. Uh, Cuomo and... I, 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 just absolute insanity. I, 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 
as as did much. Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear a story a while back that ten governors were on a uh, conference call with Soros? Yes, I heard. I did it. hear that? See, I, I I heard it on another show, and I didn't. I wasn't really sure if that was you know the case or not, but it's starting to make sense now. They they all want to stretch. They're all marching to the tune that they want to stretch this thing out until twenty twenty one. Yeah, to make they could end it tomorrow if they would just arrest Soros. Well, uh, they they could end all of this confusion, and uh, this uh, this is nothing but a stalled economy. And these clowns, based on what information, like in Massachusetts, based on the information they have, they're going to send their students into classrooms that only have ten, and you got to wear a mask. Where's his information coming from? Uh, the classes here are overloaded. They are typically 30 people in a class. Well, they're, if New York follows what Massachusetts is doing, what are they going to do with the other 20? Well, as soon as they figure that one out, the whole you know the the story will change, and they'll have to come up with Plan B or C. Well, as I've been reminding people, you've seen this, you've seen it for yourself. You've been the recipient of somebody's madcap idea to keep you safe against a pandemic that wasn't. The nose of the camel is in the tent. And they don't back out. They just go forward. You're going to see this come back with a vengeance. What are you going to do then? You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website, by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Talk Right, the conservative app offered by TalkStream Live that caters exclusively to the conservative talk radio community. Here you'll see only talk shows and podcasts from the conservative right, all the big broadcast names and online digital shows in one place. Talk Right makes it easy to find all your favorite conservative talkers with all the upscale features you come to expect from TalkStream Live. Keep up with the fast-paced political world. Download Talk Right today from Google Play or the App Store.
Remember, keep it real and take the red pill. Extend your life with Extendovite, a seven-herb combination made from garlic, cayenne, bilberry, hawthorn, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. Each herb was chosen for their abilities to help improve irregular heartbeats, chest pain, lower cholesterol, as well as normalize blood pressure and clean and strengthen arteries, plus much, much more. Doctors have taken people off of some or all of their pills just because they believe their patients got better while taking Extendivite. Get the dependability of Extendivite. Just see how you feel in six months. A two-month supply of either capsules or liquid is only $69.95 plus shipping and handling. Call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extend back here rush limbaugh just uh he's being quoted it took a worldwide pandemic it took a 35 percent plunge in the stock market it took six feet of social distancing it took quarantining it took many small businesses closing it took canceling practically everything to bring the usa economy back to the obama high watermark Who's the next caller? Jr. in Georgia. Hello, Jr. Good evening, John. I do appreciate that audio you played in the early hour. Um, it reminds me how pissed off I am at the white millennials in this country who do not really understand what it means to be an American. And that Negro woman speaks volumes. Volumes the understanding of freedom. And so many of our citizens have lost the critical thinking idea that they cannot understand what America truly stands for. And it takes a foreigner, an immigrant, to relay that information to us. And what pisses me off even more is the fact you are probably the only one who will provide this type of information to the general public. You will not see this on CBS, ABC, NBC, Fox. You will never see it. And I thank you for allowing us to hear it. It's adults that have a stake in the game that are dying to have the conversation that nobody wants to hear. (laughs) There, There it is. And, yes, and, sir, it is. And, and, and I thought that important enough, and, and I am, what's, what's really starting to really gnaw at me here, it's not angering me. I'm not angry, but I'm listening to some of the Band-Aid stuff the callers are coming up with, you know, to try to input into the insanity, and I, I appreciate you wanting to voice an opinion, but 
where is that opinion coming from? You know, I mean, I, I, I don't like to pick on uh, my co-host on Monday, Steve, you know, but when I played that video piece Monday from Candace Owens, I mean, here's, here's a young, black, smart person that's using her God-given talents. She's really, she, she, was, she was given traction on Fox, but evidently they didn't like the message. So she's no longer included in their little party. So she does her stuff online, and I see this, and I think to myself, you know what, people need to hear this because she's nailing this, absolutely nailing it. And the response back was not what I expected. So today, here's something, Jr. that I saw that I thought, you know what, people need to hear this. People need to hear this, and I play it, and, and I'm asking, you know, I, did you check her papers? What? You've heard me say before, if, if Jesus Christ came back to earth, people would be asking him for his ID. Well, unfortunately, I hate to say this, because of the mass media fake news that's been done now for the past, we have to admit to it, the past 10 or 15 years, is many Americans do not possess the ability to critically think, to decipher information from different resources, and to evaluate it and take it with a grain of salt. Everything you see and hear on any media outlet is not necessarily the truth, and I've been that way myself for far too long. But with that said, I do believe at some point in time, and I'm hopeful that the American people will all of a sudden realize how they've been misled. And like I said before, that's the reason I am so disturbed by the fact of the millennial generation being so misled and falling for so many falsehoods that it, it, it troubles me because I have kids and grandkids who are going to live much longer than I. Yeah. I don't have a, a, you know, I have a limited amount of the days left. And what this country will become or not become is based upon the beliefs of each and every child that's out there in America. Oh, Jr. now you're starting to strike at the nerve here. You said before, you know, these millennials. Well, who are their parents? Where is their parents' input into raising this child? Where are they? We already know, we already know that the school system is not there to really teach the reading, writing, and arithmetic deal. They're there to socialize and politicize these kids. Uh, they're not teaching the basis of this country, why we have the form of government, why it was formed back in the 1700s, the way it was. That has been eliminated from their education. Chances are it might have been eliminated to a certain degree to their parents. Maybe not their parents' parents, but these millennials and their parents today. This disconnect, this family unit has been fractured. It has been put asunder. And it's the education of Americans that you're now starting to see come to the forefront. That they don't 
they JR, they're just as confused. They might as well go out on the streets and protest with Black Lives Matter because they're just as lost. They don't know. Well, I guess I'm blessed to a certain degree that my children are like me. They're skeptics. And I've tried to teach them in a certain manner to respect individuals wherever they come from. But you always should have a mindset of skepticism in the back of your parking lot. Because that's the only thing that's going to keep you safe. Trust and understand. But understand this as well. God gave you a gift to understand certain situations. And what we would identify as logic thinking, if you allow it. Because the life is, is lived in a, in a world of math. Put two and two together and see what comes together. JR, That's all I'm saying. JR, uh, your children and your grandchildren, you've had an influence in their lives. You've done your best as a parent to try to prepare them for the world. That's, that's what being a parent is. It's just not making sure that your kids are fed and clothed and they have a nice, quiet, comfortable place to sleep at night. No, that's, that's part and parcel of, well, the very thing that you enjoy. But your job is to try to educate them, sharpen them enough to prepare them to operate of their own accord for the balance of their lives. And they, in turn, will marry and have children. And hopefully the values that you instill in them will carry through to their children. But Jr. again, when you don't have a strong basis of your belief system, and then you have people working endlessly to change your perception of who and what you are in the country you're living in. And we already know, I mean, hell, we had a president of the United States that ran on a platform as fake news. Well, hell, I knew that 30 years ago. That's why I did, I've been doing what I've been doing all these years, because I knew that three decades ago, even before then. But JR. Well, Don, thank you for your input, sir. Well, I thank you. I, I thank you for your call because I'm talking to America here. I don't I, I don't I don't I'm kind of at a loss for words. Scott in California. Hello, Scott. Hello, John. I'll make it quick. I stepped away from your show to go to the nearby market and the lady at the market starts telling me about this uh, Netflix movie she saw titled Filthy Rich. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, was, that was interesting. How's that? But, Ironies of ironies, huh? Oh, I like it. I like it. Uh, serendipity or something. Anyway, I was able to lay on her. I go, hey, you know something? Uh, the George Floyd family hired the same private coroner that the Epsteins did. Now, that's just a little too much. Ah. Uh. And there, I guess there's no other better qualified person that they could get a hold of, huh? Wow. Well, it's somebody, it, I, I don't even think the guy's dead. Well, I and, think it's all fake. Well, and, 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 
and it very well could be. Now, the point is, whether he's dead or not, you saw the FBI move in. You saw a couple of lame excuses put out as to, well, we really can't tell you uh, if he killed himself, he hung himself, or he was murdered, uh, because the cameras weren't working. Oh, we went in to get the videos, and, well, they were gone because the cameras weren't working. This is the modus wow. operandi of the FBI to lock information down. If it did exist, they go in there to collect it, so it's never made public. That's their job. Well, they, be, they have been doing that since JFK. Yeah, the thing, and then some. Really, the, 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 the institutions are corrupted. Okay, John, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate your call, Scott. Isn't that, iron, isn't that an irony? <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein, filthy rich. Watch it, folks. Watch it. I'm shocked. I've been trying to get Steve Elkins. I said, you got Netflix? He goes, no. I said, well, get Netflix. What's it cost you, 10 bucks a month? It would be well worth it to get his Netflix um, just for a month just to watch that. I don't know if it... Uh... Do me a favor, Mike. Uh, check YouTube. Jeffrey Epstein. Filthy Rich. See if there's... Uh... See if it's on YouTube. It just might be. And that would be a double shock to me. Well, <sighs> black activists criticize NFL for surrendering to players' woke demands. And he puts a little bit more in this than I've been putting in my input about the NFL and its situation. <laughs> you know, there's not a whole lot of looking down the road, and these guys haven't figured out that, wait a minute, if we keep this crap up and we lose the enthusiasm of, of our fan base, that they won't be putting themselves in the seats in the stadiums. And we won't get the multi-million dollar contracts we're, we're used to. I personally believe that players in the NFL are overpaid. Yeah, I understand the injury. I understand the longevity, depending on the position that you play. Not everybody's a Tom Brady that can play for 20 freaking years, okay? Running backs, I think their average lifespan is three, three and a half years. It, they get big money, but this isn't rocket scientry. It really isn't. They played the game. They played it in high school. Chances chances are they played in high school. They played in college. Now they're going to go play for the NFL. This is based on athleticism and at least the rudimentary understanding that I've got to be able to read the playbook. I've got to be able to think on that field. Well, who are they going to blame when the NFL owners, NFL owners can't afford to pay their million-dollar players anymore? It's going to happen. Well, out of D.C., activists with Project 21 Black Leadership Network condemned the National Football League Commissioner Roger Goodell for submitting to player demands that would allow the tragic death of George Floyd to be used to politicize professional sports. No, Roger Goodell, disrespecting the flag is not justified, said Project 21 co-chairman Horace Cooper. He says too many Americans, black, white, and brown, have given their lives fighting for a nation's flag. Neither the, the NFL nor any organization should let protest or riots be an excuse 
to encourage this unpatriotic behavior. And and understand, folks, that there's a lot of NFL players that, well, they're not really nuts about what the United States flag represents to other countries, especially the ones we've been blowing the crap out of for no reason at all. Oh, yeah, but there is a reason, but not for the ones they're telling you. The NFL announced it's reconsidering how it has previously responded to controversies such as kneeling by former player Colin Kaepernick and others during the national anthem. In a social media video, Goodell said, we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier. He added that we that he will be reaching out to players who have raised their voices and others on how we can improve. Improve what? This commissioner is taking part in destroying the very same thing he claims to be representing. These are employees, folks. Any place else in the business world, would you tolerate your employees walking around on their knees? Would you? I doubt it. In the video, the league also responded to the demand for of several prominent players that it it admits it was wrong for silencing our players from peacefully protesting, as well as declare that it believes black lives matter. The NFL, like other major sports leagues, has seen the direction of the wind blowing and made a calculated risk to chime in on the happenings of the day. I question the sincerity of this move, given the history of the hypocrisy on other matters, such as relocation of its franchises, said Project 21 member Martin Baker. This is a move to integrate itself to the over 70% of the league's players who are black. It's actually 74, but we'll let that go. This also is an attempt to entice those younger protesters who sympathize with the struggle to buy league merchandise. The NFL will apparently allow traffic to be stopped as long as people aren't blocked from getting into the stadiums or the fan shops. This is not for the sake of humanity, but careful insurance against risk of divided fallout. A classic case of the affluenza of billionaires who just don't get it. Donna Jackson She's a Project 21 member. She says, as a black mother, my heart aches every time I think of George Floyd calling out for his own mother with his last breaths of life. But kneeling against the flag in the NFL is not in earnest when its main objective is directed, as often been the case, at vilifying the president. The protests against police brutality began in Minneapolis, which has a liberal mayor, city council, and governor. Now it's being used to further hatred and animosity against the president who had nothing to do with the killing of George Floyd. This shows that kneeling is just another tool aimed at furthering a political agenda. And Adrian Peterson, and if you remember on this very program, when he was fired for disciplining his kid with a tree switch, oh, He was excoriated in the network. He was made to get down on bended knee and apologize for disciplining his own children. 
And you know what? To some, that might be a little extreme. But I'm here to tell you, folks, when I was a kid, I had welts on my backside from an oak wood paddle with holes drilled in it. Not from my father, but from my mother. Well, Redskins running back Adrian Peterson said he will without a doubt be kneeling when the NFL resumes play, adding that he expects other players to join him in the on-field social justice protest. New Orleans Saints quarterback Drew Brees. God, it, they're still talking about this one. He was, he was harshly criticized for opposing protests against the American flag. But later he was pressured into apologizing for his comments. Drew, I had respect for you when you stood up. I ain't got any for you now because you're kneeling down. Stand up. And by the way, you know what I would do if I were you, Drew? I, I don't, I don't want to see you leave this league all bent up and crippled. You've been playing for a long time. you got millions in the bank. Why don't you make a statement? Why don't you make a public statement that if the NFL continues in this manner, I'm resigning. I quit. That would be a most uh, interesting impact using your celebrity, don't you think? You got enough. Walk away from him. Tell him to stick it where the sun doesn't shine under the helmet, okay? Stacy Washington, also a chairperson on Project 21, said the NFL is committing economic suicides. Americans don't want politics injected into sports or entertainment. As more connections are made between the violent riots and the property destruction and the Black Lives Matter movement, the NFL will grow to regret bowing to their demands. That's what I'm predicting right now. The downfall of the NFL and Roger Goodell and his stupidity. These are these franchises, folks, are businesses. The players are their employees. Now, I'm all for being fair to the employees. But what I'm not in favor of is destroying the very thing that's paying you, which is going to happen. It's going to happen. Because of economic reasons, piled on top of it. You can't even go for three and a half, four hours on a Sunday afternoon now to forget your troubles and scream your your lungs out and buy an overpriced beer and an overpriced hot dog to have a few lousy hours of entertainment. You can't even buy it anymore. It's gone. How are the billion-dollar babies like the guy that owns the Dallas Cowboys? Oh, Jerry Jones. This guy's pretty financially committed. Yeah, he's got a lot of bucks. But when the people aren't filling up that stadium up in Arlington, Jerry's going to have to rethink himself. The other 31 owners are going to have to start rethinking this. They're going to have to start telling their players, look, you see what's happening here? You're chasing the fans away. Are they all racist? People that don't want to show up to a politicized event? You show up to watch a football game and you see a political rally? What?
They are committing economic suicide. And Roger Goodell is the band leader on this one. This clown is like no other NFL commissioner they have ever had. This is a guy that thought it was a good idea that NFL players put on pink and run around on the fields a few years ago. Yeah. Putting pink on men that make a living out of stopping another guy from doing his job. Hmm. Let's dress him in pink. I'm surprised they didn't put him in tutus. Cooper added, the NFL should find ways to help heal and promote American unity. Endorsing hatred toward our flag is the exact opposite. Members of Project 21 Black Leadership Network cannot comment on election issues in any way, shape, or form, as such behavior constitutes campaign activity. Under Section 501c3 of the IRS Code, please do not ask Project 21 members questions about election-related issues and do not anticipate a response if such questions are asked. Project 21, a leading voice of black conservatives for over 25 years, is sponsored by the National Center for Public Policy Research. Its members have been quoted, interviewed, or published over 40,000 times since the program was created back in 1992. Members of Project 21 Black Leadership Network can't comment on the election issues in any way, shape, or form. Uh-huh, well. Be careful, Project 21. You just made political statements that can be construed as being political. Mike, I just had a horrifying thought. I just had a horrifying thought. If the Detroit Lions field a team this year, assuming that they're going to play, and they put a team together that's good enough to win the Super Bowl, there's not going to be anybody in the stands to see it. Wouldn't that be Wouldn't that be an irony to the 50-year curse of the Detroit Lions? <laughs> and it took Martha Ford the husband of the deceased William Clay, to come out and say, look, coach, general manager, you got one season to turn this club around, otherwise I'm going to fire you. wonder what her thoughts are on uh, uh, demonstrating for Black Lives Matter. Hmm. Wonderful here from Mrs. Ford. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. Well, we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 
You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth.